Hey, yo, it's your boy Clue World, and I want to welcome you to Levels to this podcast, season one, episode two. And um, we got something special going on today. I got my bro, my big bro in the house, DJ Ace from Cleveland, Ohio. That man is the name out there. He's the mayor, if you ask me. And um, we're going to get a chance to hear the level that he's on. This man is special to me. We've worked together in many facets. Um, he's my street therapist. But at the same token, I love this dude. And uh, we get a chance to get his audio biography of where his life is and the level that he's on today. And it's going to be awesome. We're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna do a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because me and this man, we talk real don't worry about how we talk y'all gonna learn about it today but at the same token this is my brother and uh, i just want to introduce y'all to my bro dj ace with do bro i'm sad bro i'm heartbroken why <laughs> why they didn't believe why they didn't believe in us oh no hey bro we tried to tell him right we tried to tell him man bro i really felt that man Cali did this thing with that one i'm really fucked with that one <laughs> what's up my brother hey bro i'm good man how you doing you know me i'm chilling i'm out the way man i'm blessed man i cannot complain man appreciate you for having me on oh man it's an honor to have you on you know because we talked about this for a long time and finally i get to hear certain elements certain stories things i may not have ever known about you i'm gonna even learn some stuff i'm gonna gain some knowledge it's probably for sure we're gonna have some djs some up-and-coming djs that want to know like how did he get to where he's at because not many people ask questions hey some people can't even do that you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it's, it's it's definitely ways to learn man and with that yeah, sure. i'm gonna just start off i'm gonna start off here man like like how did you get into this game like what got you started like what's your story um, what 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 creates dj ace today um it started uh i was conceived and uh never mind i'm, not, I'm gonna not go take it that far um uh, i started off <laughs> started about like 2009 2010 there was this uh the top promoter company called uh street smarts they were like one of the top in cleveland and i used to go to their parties like as a uh just coming straight out of high school about to go to college they threw all the college parties in the city and i always really wanted to become like a dj because the shit always looked so cool so i linked up with uh street smarts my guy geo and i started out as a promoter at first passing out flyers you know what i'm saying trying to just get people to the club you know what i'm saying just to get my name out and my group's name out um because we had our own little promotional group or whatever and um i told him i wanted to become a dj and we can start throwing our own parties and stuff so once we got like to the top peak of it people know who we were and everything um i got to it and just Gio had put me up with uh, one of his DJs that they booked and I just started learning from him bad 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 and that that person still DJing right now oh yeah or you DJ, didn't took uh, the crown yeah DJ Stetwin he don't even do he really don't even DJ no more they, he actually opened up a DJ school 
with uh, one of my uh, other OG DJs, DJ K Nice here. So it's pretty cool. We have our, our own DJ school to actually teach younger up and coming DJs and kids how to wow. actually like, really DJ. Yeah. That's fire, bro. I ain't never heard of a DJ school. That's dope, man. Yeah, they, 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 got, it, they got it going real good. And they, they wanted to taught me how to DJ. So they are definitely great hands. Right, so you a DJ teacher or you a substitute? No, I'm just a goat. I'm the principal. Oh, oh. <laughs> that nigga. bro, that boy, that boy said, "I don't go to class. Don't, don't, don't even say my name on the <laughs> attendance sheet." Nah, bro, it's crazy yeah, but- to know. Like, first of all, I never knew you as a promoter. Um, yeah. I've only known you as a DJ. I knew that um, you did. You were a radio DJ for a long time, and um, definitely a personality. You've always been like an amazing person to me. Like I've never seen you mad. You've always been like always. Every time you walk into a room, like your energy impacts a room. Like nobody, if if even if somebody is mad, you're gonna either try to find out. Or you just gonna you gonna be in your own world straight up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No chaser, just in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all have our days, but like, man, you never know. Time is limited on this earth. You never know when you're gonna go. So why not just be fucking happy? Fuck. Why not? It's been times I've been fucking broke as fuck and still was happy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm I'd rather be ten toes down than ten toes up. You feel me? <laughs> big time, big time, big time. Because so, why as well make the most of it? Man? We have to, we have to, especially as day and age, because it's like there's something happening every day, and I won't lie. Um, you know, maybe around the, the time of COVID and before that, it was something really extreme, like every day. Now, yeah. most of the stuff that's going on is just like, meh. You know, at least we got some memes to go along with them. We could, Bro, we did can... you know, like, COVID scared the fuck out of everybody here? Everybody forgot about sexually transmitted diseases, and that's crazy. Whoa, they did. <laughs> well, what's, but what's crazy is I feel like COVID, like, set such a precedent in this world that um, everybody had to reevaluate even... Everything. why they were doing what they were doing and if what they were doing is really was was really something to be doing like should should i maybe i need to maybe i need to change up my lane because my lane is off in a whole nother world right now i definitely did when everything was shut down i definitely thought about becoming a scammer Ooh, <laughs> no he didn't say i ain't gonna lie bro i definitely thought and Amazon and they the epic scammer no I'm just saying not Amazon is not a scammer but Amazon definitely they they work they people for real I worked with Amazon for two days and was like yeah can't do this can't do this I lasted about I lasted about two weeks and then I was like no I'm cool I don't like I don't like authority (laughs) bro you know what so one thing about it is because me and you have been in a world where we make our own rules for the most part we work alongside people we don't work for anybody to have to work under an authority it's not to say that we can't do it it just feels so weird like wait nah, what nah, nah, clue, clue, clue. I, I can't do it i i definitely <laughs> can't do it I, now mind you i got mad respect i got mad respect for people who do it do, because sure. 
I didn't know that I didn't know that was the levels and terms they was under. But I remember, and then we gonna get back to this interview. I remember working at Amazon, bro. And because I'm so used to creating my own lunch times and lunch breaks, nigga, I I thought the lunch break was just a regular break, and I was gonna get another lunch break. So I sat through that joint, and then noticed like I didn't even take a lunch because. I'm used to in our game we used to take an hour two hour lunches sometimes depending on how the day goes you know and you got snacks in between and all that type of stuff but wait what and amazon was timing you on a on a phone like a device that was saying when your lunch started and when it ended i said oh no i can't do this you're 0.5 minutes left 0.5 <laughs> seconds late <laughs> Man, shut the fuck up. you're dude. a phone <laughs> all right but away from that man like the backstory on me and this great dj is i met this man working he was working alongside one of the greatest performers in the world machine gun kelly and we just grew attached to each other and from that day forth it's been a brotherhood it's like one of those situations where you like are we related possibly some way but we don't know straight foolishness and you've always been the same person. I can say you've never switched up on me. You've always answered my calls. And if you don't, and I text you and tell you to answer my calls, you'll answer it eventually, which I greatly appreciate. There's a lot of people out there who ain't genuine as my brother. So I give you your flowers on that. And also what leads me to my next question, what have you done? What have you done and what has sustained you so long as a DJ? Because I can't I can't necessarily say a lot of the DJs that I grew up listening to, like the DJ clues and stuff like that. Like, I don't know where them cats are even at. The, I mean, you you still hear DJ trauma drama. You still hear DJ Khaled, but you don't hear many different DJs now. And the difference in DJing in today, I don't even feel like it's really DJing. I ain't going to be I, I ain't going to lie some of these cats that i see at shows nothing against them but are they really djs or y'all just pressing play and just screaming on the mic um, what sustained you what sustained me was just i really love this shit no clue like i really love it so it's just it like shows. why not just get up go check your record pool see what's hot out there download the music Go get in the, I call it the dojo. Go get in the dojo. Go practice some scratches. Practice a set. Practice where you're going to cut the song out at. Let the crowd sing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a crowd pleaser. I love it. I love to feel the energy of a crowd, seeing the crowd, people dance to my music, girls twerking. Like, I love to see it. Like, that's, I, I'm a crowd reader. And a lot of, yeah. a lot of DJs don't know how to crowd read. And that'd be their down. Right. They just want to play what they homeboys want to hear or what they want to hear. Nah, bro, you got to cater to everybody in a space, man. And I really love that. I mean, nah, de- it, def- it definitely shows. And that's one thing I've always enjoyed about you as a DJ. Like, you, you don't just play songs just because it's hot. You don't play songs just because it's like, oh, this is you know this is what's out and this is what everybody's singing like no you know how to throw something in there that's older that's still nostalgic and still gets the same reaction you know what i'm saying like because it brings me to this question right now like how do you feel about djs who 
who don't just like rehearse day sets but they literally like just you know create these sets that just you press play and they just keep going because you know they're i don't know if anybody knows there's djs out there that literally just you know yeah, create a set cool. and just go around with it what do you how do you feel about that let's be honest i mean i'm gonna be honest man i'm not a hater you do mm. how you get your bread you know what i'm saying you did put some type of work into it maybe you just can't do it live maybe a thing but you can create it at the house hey better right better be some slappers yeah i'm not a hater do what you do but don't call yourself a dj sorry dj do the shit live sorry what do you okay just call yourself what you call yourself that's that's it because for me i do feel bad for a lot of y'all who are real djs and then you have no offense to anybody who does this you have um people who enjoy the dj you know what i'm saying and they get y'all bags but they not necessarily on no real dj stuff but But they take it yeah but they taking a bag but it's like then again that's a difference between club djs tour djs radio djs there's a whole difference it just depends where you at at the moment right (laughs) no no doubt no doubt no doubt man because i remember like hearing you spin hearing you mix certain things because i'm 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 one of those grassroots things like grassroots people like i like to really see people in their element and do it like really do it not finessing the situation but really do it and for me djing is one of the closest things to being a drummer because you got to drop stuff in a certain place you got to cut in and out at a certain place even when I, I even tried to DJ, learn DJing at one time, and I'm just like, okay, this is still something where you, I'm not using my feet, but I'm using my hands at the I same people, time. I tell people, them decks is an instrument. They're an <laughs> instrument, bro. And the filters and the colors that y'all, that you guys create is like beyond me, but definitely DJing has taken a whole nother president since the you know the aokis and um marshmallows and uh chain smokers and all that type of stuff like djing can literally headline and i and i won't say i knew or even seen something like that even happening until like when did that when, when when did that start for real for real besides dj drama and dj khaled like when did that really start where or maybe we just was out of we was out of the loop. Maybe because it's a I'm different sound. It started, it started. It started because it was, it's, that's more like a house music EDM. Right, right, right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Them be for them motherfuckers like the raves and shit. You know what I'm saying? They really want for no hip hop. It really didn't start for like hip hop until like that mixtape era started with drama, the clues, the envies. Uh, you know what I'm saying? DJ Holidays. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When the real, when hip hop and trap music like real trap hood music not the other trap shit but like the hood trap music came around and when that when that shit started really taking over that's when djs was like getting their shit off and could headline these uh these festivals these summer jam festivals you know what i'm saying djs been making their own songs for years right but it's just it's hip-hop is the number one genre in the world now so we can 
they, we can book a DJ Khaled to hold on. He got hits. We can book a um, a DJ drama for a tour for like an hour. So we can book a DJ Mustard because they got hits. They can play hits and they really can DJ. Right. So I, I think that's where it really, it, that's where it really came from. It probably came like 2000-ish, somewhere like early, I want to say early 2000s, probably like, probably like, Oh six or seven. That's why I think it like really started, and then it right. evolved into what it is now. Yeah, because even when I dope. think, right, even, like, even when DJs, I DJs, like, even DJs are going on tour, like doing an hour hour set before an artist comes out. You know what I'm saying? Every DJ, Correct. you got a hip hop. If you even have a hip hop DJ, like me for T, I go off for thirty minutes and go rock a crowd, or even T get up. You know what I'm right. saying? Even when I was with Kills, I go out, do my little fifteen thirty minutes. Right. Lock out a crowd. You don't need you technically don't even need an opener for real. As long as you got a raw ass DJ that can keep that crowd engaged. Correct. It is. It is. Yeah, man. No, def definitely that that's the beauty of uh, a good artist and a good DJ. And um in the midst of this era, because yeah, for me, like looking back at it, I remember very vaguely um seeing DJs start shows necessarily um and mind you I was in the hood you know what I'm saying I was over at Oakland Arena and stuff like that when I was seeing stuff and I think you would see the DJs but they were they were DJs you really didn't know you know what I'm saying because yeah and then back in the day they used to have hosts you know what I'm saying like that part yeah like it'll be a comedian hosting the tour you know what I'm saying something like that yep well, the other thing it it'll be a comedian host or it'd be a radio a radio yeah. DJ. Radio DJs yeah. were bigger at concerts yeah. uh, a few years back than it was yeah. real people's. Yeah, because you in a city, so they'll bring out the radio DJ. Now yep. it'd be like it, now it'd be like whoever the hottest DJ or somebody is Live Nation booked me hella times and I didn't even know people was in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, like the dude that like run Live Nation uh, Cleveland just hit me and be like, hey, you available? Uh, yeah. How much y'all paying? <laughs> oh, y'all regular. Oh, bet. What time you need me there to set up? <laughs> Yo, regular. You feel me? <laughs> nah, it's crazy. Out. My next question to you is like, what is one vital lesson that you feel like you've learned through this season of, you know, DJing and growing and and what you you know what you do like what is what is one lesson that you felt like you've learned as a dj well i would say patience okay patience because i mean you have to be patient because a lot of stuff happens in our field that's uncontrollable and you just gotta be (laughs) say that again say it again (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of things in our in our business that is uncontrollable no doubt have to have patience sometimes you have you can't you can't do it so you just got to sit back and just be patient and just let it let it play out the way it's gonna play out and then another thing even when i'm in the club people ask me for requests it's like you see the club i got the club going why would you ask me to play this dumbass song right here it's patience it's patience (laughs) and i have to tell people just be patient with me i'll play your song if some hard if it's some hard shit right but it's just because it, usually I just be want to go the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's patient. 
And I've even learned that through life. Like if you, I hate when women do this at the grocery store. Why don't y'all just have y'all purse out with the card ready for the cashier to check you out? Doesn't make right. sense. They put Patience. it on the. They put it on that little that little uh, divider and then <laughs> dig in. No, I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, like they be bagging up all the groceries and you just sitting there waiting. Like you got the money, just take the card out, put it in there. And we can save at least fifteen seconds here. Ooh, can't go to the grocery That's store probably. with this boy. This man be hot. But I've but I've learned it's patience. It's even patience. with my even with my son, little, sometimes a little crazy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yo, why did you do that? Like, come on, man. You know not to do that. Right. Patience. Absolutely. I don't want to whoop you. I don't want to whoop you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, man. For for real. It pay, well, yeah, because one thing about it is, and I love the I love the context of patience in regards to levels to this, is because every pay, everybody's patience is different. Everybody's understanding yeah. of why patience is important. Because patience allows you to evaluate the whole situation. And it also allows you to either be an anticipative thinker or figure out where you fall in regards to your reaction and how you think about things. Are you a little delayed or if you ahead of the game, like even even the analogy of going to the grocery store, you know, you got to pay for the shit unless you already came in there and you was going to rob them. You you anticipatively thought and remembered, you know, you had a plan that you was going to escape about it and not paying. You gotta go through the purse. Then you gotta get the wallet out. Then you gotta figure out which cards you wanna use. Like, bro, you knew you had to check out. Why are we doing this as soon as you get the groceries in the bag? Like, I'm this is so what you came to do. This nah, is what you bro. came to do. <laughs> you stupid. Nah, man. But I was, I guess, a, a good question that I have for you is like, what is, um, what is one thing that you wish you could change about the industry of DJing? One thing I wish I could change? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good question. It's if a I hard change, Yeah, if I could change something, it would be... That's a hard one, bro. It's a hard, because it's a lot, it's, it's, it's more than one. It's a layered um, question. I'm trying to change something. What would it be? I'm trying to give you the real, the real answer instead of the ace answer. Whichever one fits the bill, bro. It's this is this is your <laughs> world, dog. I don't even want you to give me the politically correct one. I want you to give me the DJ Ace is here answer. You feel me? Because at the same token, like. It's something that we discuss in private, but people don't understand, yeah. like, who don't, who, who still, another reason why yeah. Levels to This was created, bro, is just everybody sees a window shopping perspective of what we do and what we create. They don't understand how we create it and they enjoy yeah. it. One you thing know what I'm saying? I would change, and I'm going to bring a word back from a long time ago that Diddy said, mm. bitch assness. Ooh. And, that, and the crybaby and all that shit, man. Like, man, cut that shit out, man. Things ain't gonna go your way. Niggas run the social media and just have a ball. Like, that's some females. Females don't even do that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. True. I wish this is just for anything in general. Stop running the social media with your problems because people don't give a fuck and it's gonna make you look like a bitch. Like, 
Very true. Very true. Very true. It's like it's unfortunate that so many of us uh, uh, social media has become such a like um, partner in our lives that instead of talking to real people about certain situations that can be private, it's like Instagram is the boyfriend or the girlfriend. So they're going to rant to that. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to get all these different opinions. They're going to get all this different feedback and all that type of stuff. And it may give somebody clout. It may give somebody, a, uh, you know, a story. You know, it's super lame. It's super lame shit, because and, and let's be, let's be honest, this shit may last maybe six hours tops, and they ain't gonna forget about you, <laughs> man. Because so oh, hold on, let me tell y'all something. This man is great for sending me Kanye, <laughs> Kanye's tweets because Kanye literally is in a full on relationship with social media. Like we hear it all, we see it all. The, the shit is so fucking funny to me, man. It's like, it bro, you don't got no homies to talk to about this, bro. Like, you don't have no. So you just go to social media. Like, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to get these folks' attention and stuff. But, bro, come on, do we have to really do this every time you get mad? Like, we see. Do we have to? <laughs> do we have to? Because. For me, like, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I love everything that Kanye. I'm so pro Kanye on something, but you are, it's just like, <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's like, bro, Kanye's on your unofficial DJ. <laughs> yeah, man, I be trying to be on your side, but you be making it so hard, bro. <laughs> I can't defend you. I can't defend you all the time. I try to, but some things I just can't do it, man. And it just goes back to what we talking about, like. Why put it on social media, bro? We gonna laugh at the shit, right? At least I am. Well, yeah, because we're on. We only we. Right, and on top of that, we only we're only getting a top layer. Like we're getting a vagueness. We're getting we're getting a. This is up for interpretation, unfortunately. And I yeah, it literally. Our industry is already in a very sappy place, so anything beyond that is like. So now it's not just the music industry, it's the industry of putting your business in the streets before the paparazzi even gets to you. You just putting it in the streets like and uh, it's very it's very unfortunate because we're all guilty by association. We all look emotional. We all look like dysfunctional. Stop the bitch assness. Bro, and, and, and it's, I don't get me wrong. I love me a little Instagram, but the fact that people can literally argue over Instagram live and then it will be shown the following day, you know, Quando Rondo and such and such, uh, six nine, such and such. You're like, are you serious, bro? What happened to meeting somewhere and having a real conversation? What happened to even picking up the phone and talking to somebody Bravo. and keeping your business private? Private. <laughs> It's the it's word the here. word private literally feels like what it is. Private. Yeah. Keep your fucking mouth closed, bro. Everybody don't gotta know your business. Bro. Absolutely don't. Absolutely don't. And, and and what sucks is then you got the audacity to be mad 
at people for people bringing up stuff that you've only given them you what we, what we give to the world is what i feel like is rope to hang us with something that they don't know they can't hang you with they can't put upon you it's all assumption i mean i tell i tell people all the time like i tell my homies i've told females like don't don't let don't let people have your your peace even though even though this ain't peaceful for you don't expose a moment in your life that people can utilize against you as a as a weapon it's nobody's yeah. business what's going on with you and your boyfriend. It's nobody's business what's going on with you and your um your manager or your label. Why? Because your label will use that against you. Everybody everybody Man, uses I was saying like, with the little boyfriend stuff, like they putting that shit on Instagram. I'm gonna say it to my homies, we're gonna laugh at you. Like, look at these lame ass niggas, man. <laughs> he he's so senso right now. <laughs> what are you doing it for, man? Man. Yeah, I'm a little heartbroken, now you're gonna be mad, man. Go pop a bottle in the club and bring some bad bitches in your section. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> nah, bro. Because it's that, that, like I said, and I want people to, the viewers to understand like, this, yeah, this conversation is to gain knowledge on Ace and DJing, but it's, it's, an, it's levels to this in our thinking, in our conversation, and just about things in life that literally can almost like distract you. Cause that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. It becomes distractions. For sure. Like big distractions, like even to the point where you can't even enjoy, we can't even enjoy the things that we do. Why? Because we don't know, oh, such and such is coming. We or or like this, like you can't, you can't, you got a DJ at a party where an artist is out here doing a bunch of stupid stuff, and now you like, I don't even know if I even feel safe in this environment. Like I gotta go get this bag, but I don't know because this, the way this kid goes off at the hammer, he can get all of us sliced up. And, <laughs> And, and, and diced up. We could be in here like straight sushi. Yeah, you come over here if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh. But <laughs> anyway, never mind. <laughs> let's get back. Let's get back to some DJ stuff. Let's get back to some understanding more about the DJ culture and all that type of stuff. But in your journey, like what's what inspire what inspires you like to do what you do besides what you've told us? Like what what truly is that one inspiration that pushes you? consistently to want to get better continue to um, be a part of this industry and grow as a DJ at this moment in time actually right now I would say just uh, meeting new people mm. yeah that's a good thing meeting new people with new vibes you know what I'm saying I feel like I'm the type of dude where I don't let a lot of people get close to me God, this well, uh, <laughs> a B almost got classy. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I don't like a lot of people get close to me. I'm really like a, a center person. Like I, I like to protect my peace and my energy. But I do like to meet new people. But I can, I can feel the vibe. If the vibe or it's on. Uh, can I get your number and text you? Yeah, you're not gonna text me. But hey, it's the industry shit. Cool. Here you go. The industry. Oh, don't give me <laughs> on the people who have numbers in there, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I literally had somebody. Um, post about like deleting people out of their phones. I went to go look at my contacts. I have 2,400 contacts yeah, and I'm just like, why? Why do I have that? 
It's wild, sometimes bro. Sometimes I'm even, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I am one of the people. Sometimes I give and I'm gonna hit you up. I'm never, no, I'm never gonna call you. I'm sorry. I'm guilty of it too. We gotta do better. <laughs> we gotta no, do better. I'm not even keep, no, I'm not keeping. No, fuck you. I am, bro. I'm 33 years old. I am stuck in my way on certain shit. Like, <laughs> bro. <I'm cool. laughs> what's so crazy is at the end of the day, bro. We all have that. We all have that problem. We all feel like in the industry, if if you really if you really gonna connect with somebody, you give them name your you know your number. What's this ain't even got nothing to do with this, but the the new the new number is Instagram. The new the new what's your Instagram? You ain't even got it. And Instagram is Yo, easy for anybody I to give actually, out. I actually ask people what's their Instagram first before I ask for a number. That's even crazier. I do that. That's the new number. Your Instagram is your number because it's a visual number. It's a visual number of what your life is like, who you are, or who you want the world to see you as. But yeah, but I need Instagram to take off that same shit in the DM, man. I need that shit just like the iPhone. I need to be able to take it off and take it off. I don't want you to see. Sometimes I don't want to be seen, Baba. Oh, dog. I have a thing where it's just like being like, I hate seeing like the numbers on shit. So I Mm. like to clear that shit out. Right. Like if you go to my Instagram now, it'll probably be like four DMs. And it'll just be like, I have to look at them, like, because I hate just seeing numbers. Even in my text message, I hate seeing a number. So I have to look at it. Like, it's, it's like a thing with me. I don't know what it is. I right. hate seeing the freaking number. On my emails, the same way. I like the shit to be clear. There's nothing on there. Dang, Sometimes I'll be getting DMs. I'll be like, fuck that. Fucking, fucking look at it. Fuck, fuck. I looked at it. Damn it. Still Why? I Still, Still not gonna respond. respond. That's the worst part is when you when when you get the scene and you don't respond. Oh my gosh, it's so exposing, bro. It's like having the red receipts on your text message. You know and you're just like especially then especially if it's a vibe that you trying to slide in the DM and she ready, you like, oh no. I'm hurt, but I do I can't stand you. you see Sorry, y'all. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm good looking. Oh, I'm hurt, bro. You're a mess. You're a mess. This, this is this is this is what we do on a daily when we talk. Because, all right, let me bring it. Let me bring some more of our story together. So, um, I want to say the year we met was 2000. Okay, so I did Warp Tour with Mod in 2015. I believe I started playing. And tour managing him around 2016, 2017. So that's well, 16. Tour managed, drove the bus. Uh, hey, fucking was the mechanic. Uh, Let the people know. <laughs> stage people head, don't know. Uh, stage manager. Uh, front of DJ. House, uh, DJ. I was DJ. I was hype manager. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had. Uh, I, y'all ain't even have ears, but he did ears too. Uh, <laughs> crazy bro like literally and y'all y'all one what brought us together is i feel like when y'all see me y'all just like yo this dude this dude works hard as hell like works hard as hell 
And I remember times where Low was like, bro, we'll, I'll drive, dog. And I didn't even know that. I didn't I didn't know that Low was saying he would drive based upon what he really did back at home. I'm like, nigga, you're security. You can't drive me nowhere. But knowing like he's a drive, like the boy, the man drives, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for him, it would have been peaceful. Yeah. And on that tour was crazy. Like, cause I mean, we got ran into by a semi, almost died. Um. And yeah, mind you, mad. I used to get mad at you because you couldn't drink with me, and I used to be mad. Like, why the fuck you can't drink, bro? Come fucking party, man. Come give me up had... on some of these hoes, man. Come on, man. <laughs> cool, be like, man, I gotta drive to the next. Man, all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had lives in my hands, bro. Like, <laughs> I, that's that's that was one that was one thing like where I had to push myself like because yeah. everybody knew me for playing drums musical directing and stuff like that but to get the opportunity from JL to tour manage like I was tour managing I was security I was driving hype manning DJing playing drums mic checking all that stuff making making sure merch was paid for paying people all that like I literally was doing it all I remember my laminate said Mr. Everything on there because I was doing everything. And I was a second tier security because the what brought me and Kells together was I think we got into like three fights on that tour. And every time we got into it, it was me, him, and Lo. Every time. And I remember the last time. We got yes. into our own fights on that tour. That was a fun tour. <laughs> that was an amazing tour. I remember what brought me and Kells so close together is one time um he brought me on the um on his butt on a bus, man. He was like, Clue, bro, like every time I get into it, like you're you're right there, bro. You with me. I'm like, bro, I got your back. What you mean, bro? I know people is testing you. Because here it is, you have a um a guy who doesn't look like what he's doing, but he got everything around him that circulates and respects what he's doing but those of his culture don't and he pierced through that and that's another thing that i give to mgk is like he didn't let nothing stop him he's all he's been wild since the day i met him and and hasn't cared what nobody says he's always beat the odds and he's and i don't mean beat the odds like you know you punch the odds and they it can get up no he stumps he stumps everything out yeah for sure stumps everything yeah. out but I remember the poster boy. I don't, I, and, I, and, I, and whatever you say I can't do, I'm going to do it 10 times over. Like, that should be so, that should be so motivational. It's inspiring. It's inspiring, bro. Like, to see his, to see his concert, knowing what we, what, what I, what I was exposed to in 2016, 2017, to what he did. What he did recently on his last tour, bro, it almost brought tears to my eyes because it's like watching somebody really grow. Somebody that at one point in time, you almost thought they weren't going to make it because yeah. here it is. You see him up under. I hate to say it, but you see him with Diddy, you know, packed in with Diddy. You know what I'm saying? You see him packed in as, you know, the odd man out because yeah. he's not. He, do, he don't look the part, but he's but he's yeah. somehow or another. He got he got all he got all our sisters out there and he has a cult following like what ESTXX yeah, is. is tattooed on so many people's bodies. Hell yeah. <laughs> like what? 
and then on top of that like you don't take you don't you ain't out here beefing with no little fish you going against the detroit the 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 detroit batman really like what that boy (laughs) i mean spank spank cuz upside hit that boy on the backside and it flipped up his head bro like it was but he inspires me bro like every time i see him i give him his flowers one of the biggest things that i say to him is like the reason why you deserve what you got today is because you show up for people that would never show up for you i've seen him be at people's concerts that won't even take the time to go watch him perform i've seen him do that he's a great friend yes he gets upset yes he he can get irate but his love is so pure like his love yeah it's really pure it's deep bro it's deep every time i see him bro i he could be so fake with me but the fact that he looks at me like yo clue like and shows me so much love on the level that he's at i'm like bro there's nothing i wouldn't do for this man and you're the same way and what's funny is i feel like during that tour we talked and was like man and tell me if I'm lying. I was like, bro, if, if there's anything I could ever get you, it was, there's been some time it either was that tour or in between that tour. I was like, bro, if there's anything I could ever get you on, bro, I'm going to get you on some shit. And, and you I was able to do that. Freaking word. <laughs> I was, God allowed me to do that, bro. It was so, it was so fire to be able to pick up the phone and be like, yo, Ace, bro, I think I got something for you. And it really worked out nothing <laughs> i actually uh just got back in clubs and everything uh everything's going uh, cool now i just got actually laid off my eye heart because of covid but wow. life's a little bit fucked up right now but what's up <laughs> man yeah, I got, this gig for you. got this gig for you ace i'm like all right who because i had another gig before and i i left that gig and was like you know i don't think i'm gonna do one one with clue told me to do so <laughs> I was like, I'm like, this one, I'm like, I was making some cool money over there, but this one, I was making a weed, yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah. This is with uh, T. Grizzly. Oh, he just up the road in Detroit. Cleveland, we only two hours away. That's like, cuz, we like cousins for real. Because it's for real. All right, man. Shit. Did rehearsals, you know what I'm saying? Clue, you know what I'm saying? Do what Clue do. Got a stage present together. Put a little bit of sauce on him. You feel me? Shout out to John. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, out to John man. Silver. Ooh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put this, you know what I'm saying? Put the, all the shit together. Added some drums, some, some guitar, some bass on there. On this, on this shit. Found the booty, you know what I'm saying? Like, turned it up. Gave it to that boy. Hey man, we've been, I've been rolling with T for like for shit, a year now, a year and some months now, man. And it's it's been a year. It's going, bro. And what's crazy is I remember when I called you, I was like, bro, you're the perfect person for this. It's because what you had showed to me and all the atmospheres that I had seen you in, I was like, he's picture perfect for this. Because not yeah, only were you, because this was one thing that I told you, I said, bro, once I put you on this situation, he gonna look to you. You gonna be his Robin. He is so much. He gonna be like, "Yo, Ace, what you think? Yo, Ace, what you?" 
And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly, this. Exactly. It should, that, didn't, that should even happen last week. He's like, that's what you think. Should we do it? I was like, man, hell no. This shit gonna look cheese, bro. You niggas Jake. He's like, all right, I'll just do the memes. I was like, bet, because we ain't doing No, nah, I'm not gonna have you looking crazy, man. Plus, that shit gonna look, no, no. I'm not gonna have you looking crazy. And, and even more further, I'm not gonna be up here looking crazy. <laughs> bro, seriously. Like, I yeah, bro. <laughs> Man, I'll say I'll say this, bro. Like, for me, that was that was dope and inspiring because I was able to really pay it forward to somebody I really respect and appreciate, and I was able to do what what we said supposed to do for our homies, like put them yeah. on. Put them on, man. Like not many people can do that. A lot, not many, not not many people even really think about their homies. Everybody's thinking about how can I put somebody yeah. in a position and that's gonna benefit benefit me. And it's like nah, like I want to benefit this kid. I want this kid yeah. to really be with somebody and also be with a DJ who been there. Not not yeah. oh, I bring my homie out and my homie got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Which is trash. Yeah, I even still do that now, man. I gotta put people on, man. I put some of the young, young, some of my young boys on, like they, like if I can't do a gig, hey man, go do this gig for me. Or if I, or an artist call me, I can't be on it personally. But hey, here's somebody else I can do it for you. Like man, what's the, what's the, my thinking is like, why would I want to do everything by myself and not put on the next generation, man? The youth is everything. You feel me? And like that's why like people around our age, like we have a couple OGs, but them niggas ain't put us on the shit. We had to figure this shit out by ourselves. <laughs> bro, you know what I'm saying? Like all these, nah, like, a lot of these older niggas suck. Like y'all suck me. I see why y'all still in the clubs doing fucking no numbers. And y'all got them old ass bitches in there, man. Y'all still drinking that old ass liquor. Y'all old as fuck, cause y'all never, y'all not hip, y'all not with the youth. Y'all wasn't with our generation. So what am I to do? I mean, I'm helping the next generation out, man. Best way as I can, man. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. I will I will say this. If you could if you could like really like iron out what you feel like you could get better at in your time as a DJ for for a young and up DJ, like what would you say to them? Um what I what I would get better at as an upper like what can you repeat that again? Huh? I said can you repeat that question? Like what what would you basically say to a younger up and coming DJ that you feel like oh. something that you that you've done that you look back at and was like, you know what? If I could have missed that, this is something I would want you to miss as you as you grow and you do what you're going to do. I would have practiced more. Bad. I definitely would have practiced more and would have took certain situations more seriously. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Like I'm a lax person. I'm a lax. I'm a lax person. Right. So. And like certain shit, I just don't take seriously. I just don't. But then now I look back on it, I was like, damn, I should have took that more seriously. But do I regret it? Hell no. 
All the people be like, man, I should have changed this, this in my life and maybe it would have panned out. That's not God's way, bro. Shit happens for a reason. <laughs> true, true. You feel me? I'm not changing nothing in my life. Nah. Except some of the women I slept with, but that's another story for me. But uh, still my chest. But yeah, <laughs> professionally, I wouldn't change nothing at all. Dope, dope, man. Well, bro, I can't thank you enough for rocking with me on here. I've learned a lot on here. I, I, I definitely know whoever's listening has a lot to take in from Instagram all the way to DJing and just knowing how to show up for people, how to um, understand what's going on and not be distracted by a lot of what's going on because um, it's cutthroat out here, especially in this industry. You can be here today. No, man, you gotta have, you gotta have tough skin, man. Facts. Cause these niggas will cut you and still smile on your face. Bro, unfortunately. I, 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 I've had like none of my homies never did it, but I've had it happen to me to some of these industry ass motherfuckers, and they'd be like, "Damn, do I slap the nigga? Just walk away. Just gotta walk away. <laughs> Just gotta walk away, man." Indeed, bro. Well, I appreciate you being here, man. I love you, dog. You know I'm gonna get up with love you after this, man. And if y'all don't know, go get go find this man on Instagram at. What's your app, bro? Tell them what you're at. All my social media are at DJ Ace here. Right there, actually on the screen. Where you say DJ Ace here? Right there. That's that's all my handles. Uh, I'm mainly on Twitter and Instagram. I do have my website. My website is the same as DJAceHere.com. You can hit me up for inquiries for, uh, you know what I'm saying, bookings, uh, bar mitzvahs, uh, block parties, uh, Trap business, uh, underground casinos, um, anything. Uh, you maybe come to the block, you know what I'm saying? Just to have a little music for the dice game. I like me, you know what I'm saying? Weddings, um, baby showers, um, festivals. Oh, and I'm getting back in the mixtape game too. So if you need your mixtape hosted with some real cutting and scratching and bringbacks and talking shit on your records, you can holler at me, man. That's I ain't it, cheap, bro. Though. That's it, bro. That's it. That's it, man. Well, I appreciate you, bro. I love you, dog. And I'm gonna holla at you soon. Cool world. I love you. I want to give you your flowers for being always a real friend and just being a person of love. And I really appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you too, bro. Love you, dog. I holla. And this is levels to this episode two. I appreciate y'all being here. I'm sorry for any technical difficulties y'all might hear on this joint, but at the same token, this was a great conversation. And um, I just hope that y'all have a blessed day. And most of all, if nobody told you they love you today, I love you and I really mean it, for real. Why? Because we need love. Love will really change the dynamic of what's going on in life today. So keep cool if it's hot, <laughs> you know, find some warmth if it's cold. I love you, it's levels to this. I'll see you, peace.